Welcome to the Women at Film Festival podcast. I'm Ashton Clark, one of the senior programmers of the festival. And today I'm interviewing Yang Min Liu about her gorgeous film, Body Rhapsody. And she's called us all the way from China. So thank you so much for staying up. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. I think we should just get into it, start to get to know you. First things first, what is your favorite film? Uh, my favorite films, like recently, is definitely Barbie. <laughs> With oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Garwick. Yeah, she's doing really good words to showing people's how we thinking about the like feminist word. You know, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, that's it. It's just cool as well. Like. I had such a good time watching it. Okay, so if you could have dinner with three filmmakers, who would you pick? Yeah, so the firstly, the the Barbie director, (laughs) Greta Gerwig. Yeah, she's the one. And also the Hong Kong director, Wong Kar-wai. The films uh, who are making uh, Happy Together and In the Mood of Fuller. I love his color of in the film and the composition in the film yeah it's it's really good france director is named annie swather but yeah she's not not in the words right now <laughs> but uh, yeah she she made really good uh film like about like feminism and the body works in a screen so i really strongly recommend uh female director or female uh filmmaker like try to learn something about anna's wonder yeah it's a paris director Mm. amazing thank you like i that sounds amazing like i feel like that dinner table conversation would be so good (laughs) that needs to happen So obviously you're referencing the sort of very strong themes of body imagery that you particularly love. And I think that's very clear in your film. So Mm. I really want to talk about Body Rhapsody. Where did the idea come from and sort of how did you start to create it? Uh, So firstly, when I study like female body, this uh, subject, um, I want to, I want people like value of the women's bodies in art creation, in, in especially filmmaking, uh, because like nowadays still have a lot male gaze uh, cinematography. They just only focusing on like maybe sexy imagination or sexy picture for please audience. I think it makes no sense to create a female film by moving the camera in a minimalist way to to please the audience. You know, it's such a, I think it's not professional and so it's kind of the te- technical wrong way so I will instead of using a lot of fake media shots in my film so it's kind of like mm, I want to people to focusing on the physical forms of the female actors and what their emotional uh, exploration. Yeah, and the second one I made this film is because my friends. So uh, it's kind of like ghost talk party. And I got some, a few friends, like a, a girl, maybe she has a boyfriend or she uh, doesn't have any sex experience or some girls already falling in love and we're talking about like sexual orgasm these topics i know 
maybe some people is feels really shame to talking about these topics and also shy. But I was asking them like, if you can use object to represent your sexual orgasm, what it would be. So they give me the really interesting answers. One told me like, oh, maybe it looks like octobers. And some people say maybe it looks like an oyster or maybe it looks like a Fuji mountain in the Japan, that, that, that one. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of like really interesting metaphor because it, females, they have a lot of uh, fantasy to talking about their sexual experience. But I think this way I need to record on them. I want to make a films to my friends. I want them to know their fantasy, their Im- imagination is, is beautiful. They deserve to know how beautiful they have. And I want to also encourage them to explore their body. Like many people, they think only vaginas is their uh, men's sexual organs. But I want to say like maybe not only vagina, maybe our hair, our eyes, our nose, our waist, and so on. Just our bodies, organs, they, 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 are, they are fabulous. They are, they are surprising. They are really cute. We shouldn't ignore them. We should explore with them. Yeah, that's why I make these films. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. I, I really love to hear the insight. And it's it's so great that those visuals in your films are directly inspired by the conversations you've had with your friends. And I think that relationship is so clear in the film. And I think like, that's it's just gorgeous. And I feel like part of that is it's so interesting to me that obviously that visuals have translated so clearly into your film and your film has such a strong vision. So can you speak on the role you had in making the film as a director and writer, but also how did you bring the rest of the crew into this strong vision for the film? Uh, so my position in this film is director, writer and the editor. So I spent a lot of time to making this uh, film. It's kind of like the whole one year because the COVID time I have nothing to do in the home <laughs> so I'm just focusing on my films and like editing every day maybe I have like I think I have 20 more than 20 version of the editing wow. <laughs> I just want people know like yeah I want to show the, the best body parts to the audience my audience you know yeah the other crew members, uh, most of them is from those that one um, girls talk party. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, they give me uh, so many cute answer, and I also ask them, "Do you want to join me to make this film?" Like, yeah, and people there say, "Oh, really? Are you sure?" Yeah, I'm so glad to join you, and so they are my uh, design production and the musician of my film, and also like producer. In my crew, most of the they are females, but the cinematographers is a male because he he indeed master really professional the skills on the, the filmmaking. You know, so sometimes I be worried about like because it's a female feminism's film. I think, and I'm talking talking about this uh, with him. He was like, "It's okay. I also can learn some what the female thinking." So I think it's a really good combination to doing this job the the whole process 
uh, it's not really successful, but he tried to join us and he tried to understand. And also, you know, we have some nudity content in the film, but uh, he totally gave our characters like really comfortable space so the characters still can feel safe to doing the performance. So uh, I'm really grateful. So, yeah. No, that, that's amazing because especially I love that you had this conversation with your friends and made it a really personal, close experience. And that's very clear. And I really appreciate the process of having to edit it every single time. I I absolutely know that perfectionism, especially when a project is so close to your heart. And it's, it's I really did, I, I did notice that you had a male cinematographer. So it is really interesting that you you managed to sort of convince him to come into this world <laughs> yeah it, it, it's not really tough but uh sometimes we will conflict a little bit about like the the the, the filmmaking stuff in the in in the whole process but it's i think it's a good process i can learn from him and he can get more inspiration to doing like females cameras like the last uh question i answer like why i want to do i want to people value of the female women's body in the art creation right so i want to i i, I not like force him like you have to do that i just want to inspire him like uh we should do a like value female bodies people who behind the camera yeah yeah i i think it's very prevalent because like you said at the beginning there is definitely a male gaze in cinema and so for you're providing quite a good education for him as well to sort of be like this is this is the female gaze in cinema this is this is it Um, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure like, you can tell from my film that's what I want yeah that's what I'm, my audience feel it yeah yeah absolutely I just find that <laughs> fantastic so when we're talking more about your film obviously it's got these gorgeous visuals like I've mentioned very prop heavy so how did you go about funding the film particularly with COVID I'm not really getting this process because uh, I just use my money yeah. to do so <laughs> filmmaking. Yeah, I haven't do much on the funding, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that is absolutely fine. Like, I think <laughs> sometimes you can just do it out of pocket, and that's absolutely it. Does make it a lot easier, doesn't it? Because you can just call up your friends. <laughs> and get everyone around yeah. the house and get it made. Yeah, yeah my I really appreciate my friends. They they helped helped me a lot, and they're also excited to join involved in this project. So yeah, like someone like brought me this house, and someone like <laughs> helped me to clear some wild flowers, <laughs> the grass, and we moved these kind of pots to the bathtub. So yeah, it's kind of like low budget films but we are enjoying that yeah <laughs> that's perfect I mean like low budget films are the best way to create something you're really passionate about and really <laughs> learn from everyone like you're saying so it sounds like you had a really productive constructive experience it's amazing <laughs> so mm-hmm. I kind of want to take a bit of a pivot and talk about your journey as a filmmaker how did you get into filmmaking 
what sort of where did you sort of enter the industry? So currently, I'm a, a director and producer in this film industry. So during my bachelor's degree, I study drama writing and have been working on the, making some experimental theater or plays, you know, in the theater. So which gave me a, a seems seems to make writing skills. And also my first official job was a commercial video producer. So. Uh, this job allowed me to quickly enter the filmmaking industry. And also from this experience, I also developed many pre-production and also uh, post-production skills. I also had going my passion for the filmmaking. I have been practicing for a long time to shape my own strong personal styles and views. And yeah, I also have been involved in a few shots film in Melbourne, which has strengthened my determination to make more female topics films in the future. Yeah, that that's why how I get in this industry. Yeah, amazing. So your your background in experimental theatre really has informed your filmmaking journey, and I definitely saw that in Body Rhapsody. But I, like you say, I also do see your influences in just having a very strong network across all boards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So moving forward, obviously, do you want to make sort of more films in this sort of vein? And if other people see Body Rhapsody and want to do things like that, what advice would you give them? Um, advice, advice, just not really worried about what equipment you're using or how many funding you get. Just do it just if you get a really good inspiration just do it whatever you just use a phone you know yeah if if you have a really a good sense of conversation or the storytelling skill i think it's also film also phone recordings is is good enough to make a film because i know nowadays some film festival they're also really friendly to including any you know recording equipment and if you have enough funding or enough resource to make your film that's good that's excellent as well just use it and yeah make more film and yeah that's what i advise and yeah, just do it. Just feel anytime, just recording anytime. If, if you liked the picture, what are you seeing? Yeah. 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 And like you said, you can always edit it 20 times. It'll <laughs> 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 <We'll> get done. <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of mentioned that you very much sort of find inspiration everywhere. You'll just film it on your phone. Do you sort of find that you have a particular source of inspiration or a method to coming up with new ideas or is it just as you see it because i want i want i want to do it <laughs> so <laughs> you know that's a good answer like you just want to make the films that's perfect <laughs> that that's the side of a true filmmaker <laughs> the filmmaking has always happened yeah i I really like this feeling. I, I don't want to reject it, even 
with low budget if i want to realize them then i would do it that, that's my personality so yeah i mean that's that's the sign of a true filmmaker just i've got this vision in my head and i'm just gonna go and make it <laughs> maybe one day you have your chance or your opportunities or you have a your like people who follow your mind and also agree with you and then we're done we we, we can make what we want just need the time and then yeah just need the time yeah that that's that sounds amazing honestly like just find your people find your inspiration and give it some time that's yeah beautiful yeah. thank you <laughs> so much for joining me today and giving yeah. us such an insight into Body Rhapsody because it is a beautiful film and it sounds like it was a beautiful process to make it. Just thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And I would love to hear any reaction from my <laughs> film. And yeah, really yeah. welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, it is part of our event on the 9th to the 10th of September, and we will be all over socials as well as in person. So mm -hmm. keep an eye on our socials. We'll make sure everyone's shouting about it. <laughs> okay. And if anyone else that is listening to the podcast wants to hear any more about our creators and our beautiful films this year, please subscribe to the podcast. And mm -hmm. if you want to see more on Body Rhapsody, it's now part of the Pride and Pleasure strand. And mm -hmm. tickets for Women X are available now. So please go to rianpictures.com slash Women X to find out more.